are live. We are live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I am the other host, Paul. <laughs> I love how you mimic us when I do that, by the way. I love it, yeah. <laughs> Keep going, oh. toes. And we are joined by Dallas's original fangirl, also known as the Pop Culture Herald throughout the nerdy and geeky community. You can catch her on her many adventures across the interweb. Her Facebook page, Fangirl in Dallas, which has been going since 2013. She has worked various conventions, interviewed some very special guests throughout her YouTube and Twitch channel. She's a cosplayer, a gamer, a collector, a soap maker, and she is an all-around fangirl. We are so happy to welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast, Taffeta Darling! Holy crap, that was the best intro I've ever fucking had. Thank you so much. Jesus Christ, that's oh. amazing. Bless her. She's been working on it all day as well. She's been very excited as our little Sammy. No, that, uh, well, that was great. Thank you. Well, here's my little fangirl moment. I have been following you since 2015. Oh, geez. Yes. <laughs> and when I heard you come onto the Nerdy Up North group, I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and awesome. my my jumper today is actually in homage to you and your <laughs> wonderful jumper collection. Oh, shoot. I love it. Yes. Are those balloons? Is that what that is? It's Pennywise. <laughs> oh, perfect. Even better. Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can tell. I've got spiders and skulls on me. So you are the creepy girls, and I've went with Mickey Mouse and pumpkins. <laughs> <but> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, yes, uh, so thank you very much for joining us today as well, Taffeta. And as I warned you before we went live, uh, we do give uh, get all the new guests as well to give us a little bit of nerdy credentials about your lovely self. So... Tell us about yourself there. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'd be redundant because she just hooked me up. So she just gave me like she just gave me away. There's no mystery now. I'm so um, sorry. No, it's it's great. Usually, like I have to come up with something, but you got it all. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm 44 years old. I uh, catalog uh, original art, vintage art. Mm. I specialize in a. Uh, uh, Golden Age comic strips, uh, Bernie Wrightson, anything that's kind of DC and uh, Batman. Uh, yes. I'm really I, uh... good at first person shooters. Uh, <laughs> in... <laughs> very... that's, that's all I got. <laughs> no, it's, it's very. That's it's all very... we need. <laughs> it's all we need, to be fair. And it's nice to actually have a DC supporter on the podcast as well, because like Sammy is a Marvel girl and everyone who comes on seems to be worshipping the like the, the the flagship that is Marvel, but me being a DC fanboy, uh, yes, represent. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> and I always get excited as well when you pop up with a new uh, new Instagram story as well, because you're normally showing off some cool ass Batman or yeah. uh, vintage Batman yeah. shit as well. Yeah. So I'm all for that. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you firstly, yeah. the early the early days. So the early days of nerdism, the early days of social media, how is it that you kind of got involved in that? Because so, in 2014, are you okay? Yes. <laughs> in, I'm out. She brought up old shit. I'm out. <laughs> in, no, but in 20, it really interests us because this is, in 2014 is when I found my kind of like home and I was like, oh my God, like look at it, all these, like there was, for me, there was you, 
uh, Comic Book Girl 19 and Chloe Dykstra, yeah. who I had to kind of like go, oh my God, these are women. These are women not on, and they love the same stuff that I do. How did you find it coming into like the social media side of things in the early, early days? Um, you know, I, I've, I've always kind of really been into music and movies and, you know, pop culture and having an opinion about mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I guess back around 20, uh, I guess around 2013, 2014, maybe I wasn't even earlier than that. Like uh, mm. I would do like a little guest spot on various uh, uh, other people's podcasts and stuff, mainly guys. Mm. And they would, you know, they just wanted kind of like the female, you know, POV. So I would do like little stints here and there. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I started. Someone found me like on my own blog that used to be uh, curves and comics on uh, right. um, blogger. And uh, that's not even active anymore, but uh, <laughs> you know, they just kind of found my random you know, tangents and opinions. And I just started doing different spots. And uh, that's, I guess that's just kind of how it started, really. It's just oh, interesting. That there, yeah. Especially like all the way back then as well, because let's be honest, like the internet isn't the best place when it comes to like fandoms and stuff, especially now. So yeah. what, what was it like back then? Because like I know being in the UK, it was very difficult to find anything other than like anything to do with comic books or anything. Like yeah. for us, it was nigh on impossible. We had to travel to like Manchester or like London to actually see a comic book stop. Like especially being in the northeast of England, it was just like not yeah. heard of. Um. So like, what what was it like when as you st- like what blocks or anything did you find starting out, or was it just basically just finding your way in in the comic book world type thing? Um. Well, I've been reading Archie comics since I was like in fourth mm. grade. That was kind of my intro to that. Uh. You know, I went to uh, uh, a. <laughs> elementary school and at the end of the week like I mean I'm very like food and treat motivated so uh <laughs> essentially like if I was good at the end of the week I'd get an Archie comic and like a little icy oh, uh, well. and that was just kind of it you know I got obsessed with Archie and then you mm-hmm. know from there uh as I got older there was a comic shop down the street that I would go and mm-hmm. probably like I think maybe in junior high in uh like I think maybe like eighth or ninth grade is when I really got into like the uh, Legion of Monsters and the Marvel horror stuff because I was mm-hmm you know, kind of like a sad bastard goth girl, you know, emo girl and this thing yeah. monster and like vampires and wolves and uh, shit like that is uh, what uh, I used to read before I even got into like mutants or even before I read Batman, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was into, you know, monsters and that's just kind of snowballed from there, I guess. Cool. Well, you are talking <laughs> to the, the monster expert as well. Sammy does her own monster podcast yes. on a Monday as well. So uh, but that's all full of facts and stuff. We don't care about facts on this one. We just care about uh, uh, feelings, I am, love. I am trying, though. I am trying. This Sunday, I have even getting him to... He's wrote notes yes. for this Sunday's live episode. He's never wrote notes. Yes, I have wrote notes. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Um, I am trying. So I know, as you said, because what we like to do as well when we talk about like with guests and stuff is like one of the things I like to do, and it's a torturous thing for them. And again, you don't have to answer this now. You can have a think about it so you can answer it later on. I'll get you to do your top five favorite movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> everyone yeah, always can... seems to struggle with these as well because everyone always thinks, oh, it changes by the mood. But like I said, that's how we start out. Uh, our first back to our literal first episode yes. was top five favorite movies. <laughs> and quite honestly, if you asked us to repeat that list, it would probably be a lot different. I don't know <laughs> mine would be. I don't know about his. He's mm. quite a stickler when it comes to his, his movies. Well, Goonies yeah. would always be number one, though. <laughs> I, I think for the most part like the top three have always been kind of consistent and interchangeable but i think i've added like one or two along the way and kind of dropped yeah. some out depending on 
on uh, where I was and stuff. Well, we'll, we'll catch you at but, the end. <laughs> I mean, oh, I can give them now. I, I oh, no, go for it. Yeah. The Life Aquatic, uh, Selena, uh, The Burbs. Oh, uh, The Burbs. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, and then mm. Young Frankenstein. Oh, very. Can, can, can we just retract a second? Selena. <laughs> I have never, I am such a huge fan of Selena. Dang. She. Oh, but it's all weird because in like where I'm from, I'm from the northeast yeah, of England, yeah. which is like kind of the top of England. And she would <laughs> never, ever have crossed paths over here, ever. Yeah. I would never have heard her music. I would never have heard but the something in the early 2000s, each of Hollywood story mm-hmm. had her on there as obviously yeah. what had happened to her. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so taken by this person. Had to watch the Jennifer Lopez film. I have coloring books. I have t-shirts. <laughs> I have yeah, I yeah. am <laughs> I am so fucking obsessed with her, but I couldn't like I do listen to her music now, but that's mm-hmm. not how I initially found her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad I found another anything for yeah. yes. Exactly. Yeah. There's uh, you know, you'll be hard pressed to find anyone who's in like in their like, you know, mid 40s. It's a, a female here in Texas. It's not obsessed. And hmm. that was pretty much it. I remember being 13 years old and like someone coming up and like picking up their kid from school and telling them. And then like we found out about it, like hmm. in homeroom, I, I guess it was sixth grade even in homeroom because I was in yeah, I was in sixth grade and everyone like kind of found out. And I think it was also the same you know, time period, the same thing happened to Kurt Cobain where like yeah. he died. So it was like this like big, like musical, like outpour of like, oh my God, what the fuck's <laughs> happening to these people that we like, you know? Yeah. I, so, yeah. I always remember where I was the day Kurt Cobain died when it was announced. I was on a bus going to school. It was 1994. <laughs> I was on a bus going to school and the, the bus driver had the radio on and it came on over the radio oh. and I just sat there and didn't get off at my stop. <laughs> just sat on the bus and just went, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, yeah. We couldn't get through a podcast meet. without Sammy talking about someone dying, though. That that's, that's just, <laughs> that is my thing. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like I say, I'm all for Big Trouble in Little China and the Burbs as well. Two all-time classics. Um, we did an episode on the Big Trouble in Little China, and, and finally made Sam actually watch the movie because, um, uh, we are going through a stage now where we reviewing movies, and uh, Sam hasn't seen a lot of them because she all she watched when she was a kid was Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that no. that is no exact that is no exaggeration i yeah. i forced paul into doing this pop culture podcast and realized mm-hmm. i've not actually seen anything <laughs> <laughs> but, so we perfect. are now going through the list <laughs> yes but but like open our eyes and influence in a so in so many different ways but it's one of those things where you, you get to watch these movies now for the first time there's a little hint of jealousy there as well that, that first time experience yeah. but i know when we just like say we were going through the description before because i know you were laughing at us um like before we went live when we put the description up you are the hardest working uh girl in in nerdism like all the different things that you're working on all the different projects just give us a little (laughs) rundown on a few of the things that you are doing at the moment as well just so that um if anyone is listening and isn't aware they can try and uh, catch you as well i know we put a few links in the description down below um but yes, just like a few of your projects that you have got doing, because I know you've got your podcast uh, going as well, where you're interviewing different artists that I do yeah. actually quite enjoy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, the podcast is kind of the main thing I'm focused on right now. Um, I'm kind of on a self-imposed break, but uh, conventions start up again for me in a couple of weeks, and then I'll mm-hmm. be uh, doing that. So I travel to different uh, cities and states to moderate panels, uh, mainly comic panels mm-hmm. uh, for various conventions. Uh, so I have that coming up. 
Um, I also uh, work on different costumes. I don't really have anything like new, new I'm working on, but I'm always kind of like in the process of like upgrading or like updating something. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's kind of what I'm working on now. I'm wanting to uh, redo my Batgirl mm -hmm. um, outfit and then uh, possibly finish my Donna Troy outfit uh, that right. I started because I was going to meet Jose, uh, uh, Jorge Jimenez and then he canceled and I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking waste my time on this because he's not going to be there. <laughs> so, but now I'm just looking at it. I'm like, this is just like a giant sparkly like jumper. I should do something with it. So, uh, and that in the, in between that, you know, just uh, trying to support everyone else, much like y'all, you know, I mm -hmm. love talking to people who are just, you know, super passionate about stuff. And so that's mm -hmm. kind of where I gravitate towards. Yeah, and it's always fun to hear like what what other people are doing and seeing like what's out in there in the community as well, especially yeah. a, like such a vast like space yeah. between us as well, which always blows it's my huge. mind. I, I think you're our third American that we've had on the podcast. We've had Holly oh, cool. um, and Mark Cartier, and now like so oh, you're yeah. yourself. Uh, you were trying to think about the third one there when I you was, said <laughs> I was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember Holly because mm -hmm. I've never I've never fangirled so much in all my life. <laughs> <laughs> to the point I couldn't really talk properly. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite cosplay that you've done? Oh. Mm. No, okay. that's not... <laughs> it. Well, it, it's weird. Like, I mean, the, the, there's stuff that I like wearing more than others, but there's stuff that I like how it turned out more than others. Right. Like, mm. I love my fucking Dazzler, you know, as a Marvel mm. girl. Yes. You know, I, I, I love I my knew Dazzler. You were going to say Dazzler. Dazzler's because oh. I love the makeup. I love the wig. I love the pop collar, you know, plus she's like, you know, she's got energy and music as her fucking weapon. So I love, <laughs> yes. you know, being able to kind of, you know, take on that for a bit, but uh, I'm also hindered by gravity. So I don't wear it very often mm -hmm. um, in, in a sense of, you know, I'm, I, I usually just reserve that for like photo shoots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. But you might have to pull favorite. it out if the rumors are true about Deadpool three. If uh, <laughs> if if we are getting Taylor Swift yeah. as Dazzler, that'd be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a Dazzler would be cool. I'm I'm <laughs> hoping we get just a little bit more of that in. Uh, I, I guess also Kitty Pride. Uh, mm. it, it, it's weird. It seems like most of my uh, Marvel characters are uh, of the female superheroes, and mm -hmm. then like I've got you know my DC stuff. I've got Batgirl and like you know some Teen Titans, but I think I have more fun with the. Uh, the Marvel girls because uh, mm. I have I have a Marvel girl costume but I think also just uh, Kate Pride her Excalibur mm. one because I really love kind of like that you know medieval like again I have a yes. thing for popped collars and yeah. like the big poopy <laughs> sleeves you know and then I have a Lockheed so I get to like walk around with a dragon um so, uh, I, so I, I guess cool. it would be yeah I, I guess you know I love wearing Kitty Pride but my favorite that I've ever like actually seen me in and been like god damn is dad so you know is Dazzler Saying that though, the yeah. one you did, uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, um, the, the, I can't remember the actress's name, but the, the character from Legend, where you were doing the dance. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely fucking stunning, by the way. It just, Thank like, you. absolutely yeah. amazing. I forgot like, about that one. Yes. Um, no, like I say, Legend's one of my, like, uh, I wouldn't say guilty pressures because, like, say, you, it, uh, it's a fucking amazing film with Tim Curry in as well, but you always feel a bit guilty for liking a Tom Cruise film these days. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen it, but yeah. your but Dazzler is the one that oh, I always remember. It was your Dazzler. Um, I love the Sandman one you did recently. Mm -hmm. That oh, was death. oh, yeah. oh that yeah. was fantastic. Um, but what I really, really I know I mentioned it earlier about your jumpers. I love yeah. your I love your jumpers, and there's one Thank in particular you. that I absolutely love. It was your Wolverine one. 
Oh, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, where is that? Because I have like a cool little like, you know, yeah, flannel yeah. shirt I wear underneath it. It's like, where the fuck is that? I can't look for that. Yeah, you really do pull the jumper and collar situation <laughs> off really, really well. Like, I could not Thank with you. it. I am choking on this jumper, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's so heavy. It's black milk. And it is so like bottom heavy that it's like really choking us. But I was like, really I have cute. to wear a jumper. <laughs> So you mentioned about doing your panels. So how did you get into the panels? Were you asked or were you like noticed doing when you were doing the cosplay? Like because um it, we've like it's one of them things we've done in the past as well. Some successful and some uh, <laughs> interesting stories, shall we say? <laughs> no, it wasn't that I would never say it wasn't successful. It was just it ended interestingly. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to describe a lot of things that end. Yes. <laughs> Interestingly. Well, we're nearly, blinded, we're nearly blinded a mem member of the audience by throwing Pokemon yeah. cards into the crowd. That wasn't our best idea, but yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> good at the time, though. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. can, I can relate. I've been there uh, mm. many times. But for the uh, the panels, um, whenever I was invited, when I'm invited to come and, you know, be a, mm -hmm. uh, a cosplay guest, um, it, part of that's usually to be a contest judge, you know, to be one mm. of the cosplay mm -hmm. contest judge judges and stuff. And uh, again, you know, I, I love talking to people and, you know, interacting mm. with them. And then uh, I think that just kind of eventually, you know, kind of transitioned. And that's really what I'm more like focused on these days is just trying to do more moderating and less mm -hmm. uh, cosplay guesting. Like I love my, you know, spots. And I love my costumes, but I don't, I don't sell prints on myself. I don't really have anything that mm. I sell. Mm -hmm. um so i always feel weird sitting at a table because it's just like me and like hello <laughs> you know that i don't you know i, I yeah. don't have anything like sometimes i'll take my rig out there and i'll get like some gaming going mm -hmm. uh you know but it's a hassle but so um uh, but yeah I, I think just you know kind of being there and mm -hmm. uh given the opportunity and i guess being ready for the opportunity to you know just be able to talk to somebody i think the the first big one that i did i've done a lot of locals but i was mm -hmm. uh uh, invited out to Denver to host the reunion of Weird Science. It was like the 30 year oh, reunion. None of them had, you know, seen each other essentially since the movie. Uh, right. So I was like, oh, okay. You um, are talking Paul's language right yes. now. <laughs> so, how were they like? Were they all friendly? You know, uh, the, the one thing that I requested is because, like, uh, Kelly LeBrock was one of my, you know, the, the ladies I looked up to back yeah. in the day. I wanted to, you know, be her and Elvira and Rhonda yeah. Shear, like, all these, like, you know, very, like, classy, but still kind of, like, hardcore bitches, you know? Mm -hmm. like they're Very powerful gorgeous. women, especially, like, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they can still, you know, intimidating, mm -hmm. but once you get to know them, they're like, oh, you know, not. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like, I just, I really need to meet Kelly LeBrock before I, I, I talk to her on stage. I'm just going to be sitting there the whole time, just like, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I did good. You know, I was able to meet everybody. I usually try to kind of introduce myself, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, mm -hmm. meeting her was pretty uh, intense because she came up to me and uh, she was like talking to me. And I was just in, mm -hmm. in you know, dear mode was like, huh? <laughs> and like she put her hand on my heart and she's like, dear, oh. okay. And internally, I'm like, holy fucking shit. She's like freaking out. It was just like, like trying not to hide did you, did you have the soundtrack playing in your head as well at the same time like doing weird science uh, i think a few times i looked at her and i was like whips dips chains i was like girl stop stop thinking about chains and chips while you're looking at kelly fucking lebrock you know it was just one of those things where you know on the outside i was like oh cool nice to meet you but on the inside i was like i'm about to fucking lose it i need yeah. to go outside and go <laughs> so that's i think that was kind of the big start and that was about nine or 
10 years ago, something like that, wow. that, that started. And now, um, you know, my local conventions are nice to me. Um, mm. uh, Fan Expo has been really nice to me. I helped them out in New Orleans. I'm going to Denver. Uh, I do stuff for him, uh, them in here, uh, cool. in Dallas. And mm. uh, so, you know, it's just, I'm always thought, just excited. Have you ever thought about coming to the UK at one of the few of the conventions over over here? Because I know that the cosplay side of things has grown massively in the UK, like especially over the last few years. Um, it's, it's something that you've thought about, or I'd like say if, if you can get to come over. Oh no, I'd love to. Like I, I there's been quite a few panels to where uh, you know I've, I'd want to go out there in mm. uh, not panels, but uh, conventions. I'd want to go out there for sure mm. just to enjoy it. Like I've never been overseas on that part oh, of right. the world, so I would absolutely love to you know take in a whole thing and make it like a you know like a week or two of just uh convention and slash tourists and stuff but well, uh we'll take care of you if you come over like i say we'll take you a tour of the north east there's not much to say just a lot there's of, not lot, a lot to see but a lot we of coastal and there's a lot can. of cheap booze as well but um... i mean if, if you get a bog <laughs> and like some trees i'm good oh lots of trees hey, in the north east lots, like. lots of lots of trees you'll be you'll be good and mm. um, yeah the convention scene over here is kind of like upped its game a little bit but we always seem to be just a little bit behind you guys like mm -hmm. we would now it's not so hard to buy mm -hmm. um merchandise now it's not so hard to find a comic book store we will find that we may have to go a little bit further than what we would like to but mm -hmm. we will find them and conventions are getting absolutely huge yeah. um mm -hmm. do you have a favorite kind of convention do you is it like we go uh, this is the one that i, I absolutely love going to mm -hmm. Um, for for a while it was Denver Comic Con, um, but I mm -hmm. think that's also because it's in the mountains and they have really really good vegan food out there, and <laughs> I like I like the mountains and you know yeah. weeds legal out there, so it's not I, I guess it's just like this whole thing about oh my mm -hmm. god this is just you know it's a fucking wonderland, mm -hmm. um, but uh, that one and then uh, they have a really killer artist alley and then C two E two I think is still probably the best mm -hmm. uh, artist alley I've ever been to. Um, mm -hmm. and that's in Chicago and I really want to go back to Chicago too. Um, mm -hmm. but there's, uh, there's some big ones that are coming, uh, up in the, uh, in the U S like Megacon in Florida is right. on par with like a uh, newer Comic-Con in San Diego Comic-Con in the sense of, uh, you know, the guests that are going to, that, that are yeah. out there. I'm, I'm quite jealous that Florida is getting some of those names. I know <laughs> that's the only thing that like lets the UK down a little bit because when we have our comic cons, it's all film and TV. There's very little actual comic book artists. There's some specialist ones. Uh, the one in um, Thought Bubble Harrogate. Uh, in Harrogate's uh, quite a good one. Uh, but um, I know they keep an announcing guests for the one in Liverpool. That's in May. Me and Sammy's not going to that one, but might be if they keep on naming the people because they've just named uh, the Lord of the Rings cast, like Sean Astin, yeah. Elijah yeah. Wood. But I want to see Sean Astin for one reason and one reason only. I couldn't give a fuck about the rings. It's all about the Goonies. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, so the Goonies. <laughs> so the Goonies have like um, I would. Like, it's one of them things that you always want to meet your heroes, but. I'd be scared because if they don't live up to like say what they kind of would be um it would probably break my heart a little bit as well um but i know when we because we did actually host our first ever um cosplay competition oh, last gosh. year as well yeah. um, uh, the, the people who the person who doesn't have any experience whatsoever in cosplay who, who would actually get so anxious if someone said dress up in this and they asked <laughs> us to to host it it was it was interesting oh, fun. it went well fun. it's just i'm the most social anxious person in real life when it comes to meeting people face to face and they put me on a table and they went right you've got to get people to sign up <laughs> 
So I was like sitting there going, waving at people down, saying, I'm not strange, I'm not weird, come over and sign my form, I, I am friendly. <laughs> and then you've got everyone else walking around with like cameras and stuff, taking photographs and video. And But no, it went really well. Apparently, our um, the people we picked who won, it's the first time in years that nobody kicked off about about oh. favoritism or people like nice. not going so we obviously we made the right choice we didn't get fucking asked back but still no we didn't <laughs> but let's be, let's be let's be let's be fair who did get asked back were professionals yes these girls do it for these girls do it permanently for a living but someone actually came as gladriel i have never seen a cosplay nice. as gladriel she didn't win but she got a, an honorable mention because of she had chain mail on and everything i was like in awe of this person oh. she was looked incredible I personally would have had her win, but people would have known I would have been doing it just for favoritism. <laughs> I feel that. And this was, I guess, because the chainmail that was the, uh, the the series, the Amazon series. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. That's a really, really, really awesome outfit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I apologize if anyone can hear my kitties. They have entered oh, the room and they are running <laughs> muck behind me. <laughs> so, what have you got planned? Like, I know you said you've got a self-imposed timeout for the cause uh, for the the podcast. So. What's when does that self-imposed timeout finish? Like when do you when does that like when do you start up again? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I meant that was like for conventions and costumes. Oh. I'm, I'm still doing the. Uh, uh, I do. I try to do at least like one interview with someone a week, and then I do a live gaming mm -hmm. uh, session with okay. Twitch to like maintain like your like affiliate status to where you can get like you know a couple pennies a you know a stream <laughs> or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got to put in you know a certain amount of hours every month, and so I've just started incorporating like you know those as my you know gaming hours. People can watch or not. You know, like I invite people, but I'm not like oh my god, please come watch me. You know, fucking kill this person or die myself. So. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I do that on Monday nights and then Thursdays I kind of reserve for my interviews. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so that's, um, uh, but everything else I've kind of had on hold after I went and did my first convention in New Orleans, uh, for the first mm -hmm. of the year after that, I was like, Oh, I need, I need a break before I get back <laughs> in. Once March comes, it's going to be not only that, but like, I also just, I like to go, you know, see, you know, art shows and other shit. So be trying mm -hmm. to manage all that and just kind mm -hmm. of, I guess, recharge my battery is what I'm getting at. Is we what do I need to like say, cause with you doing so much at the same time as well, it must get hard because like, luckily for us, we've got a little bit of a team. So we've got people that do the gaming stuff. We've got people that do the Trek stuff. We've got Sammy that does the horror. Uh, we've got a yeah. gigging stuff going up, but like you, you're kind of like a, bless you, like a one man band type thing. Yeah, <laughs> doing you everything really yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean... That must be difficult as well. Like knowing to do, like to keep it all going, but you, obviously you love it. Otherwise you wouldn't be doing it type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you do know, I, I... Mm -hmm. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, there's a little delay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to ask. So, like, doing the podcast and stuff, um, like, because uh, I, I, when we started, I, I didn't want to do it. I'll be honest. Like, it, it, it had yeah. no interest to in me. I've got, um, I, I think it's what like, I've always got the imposter syndrome. Like, I think no one's going to listen to us. No one's going to take you seriously and stuff. When you when you started it, like. Did you have like a vision what what you wanted to go or was this we just winging it as you as you went along? Well, I mean, I kind of wing it as I go along just in general, uh, mm -hmm. because if not, then I, I get real. Uh, I like to say Clark Griswold to where like I overplan and then if <laughs> things don't go exactly as right, just due to yeah. my like, you know, my own like neuro spicy brain, like mm -hmm. if I'm like, OK, I need to do this. And if that doesn't happen, then I would get really frustrated with myself and beat myself up because I didn't you know, meet my own expectations. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to be more just kind of like, you know, we'll just we'll plan, you know, this and see what happens. Um, but 
that that's kind of where I go with it. Like I, I do plan guests, mm-hmm. but I think from the very beginning, I knew I just wanted to talk to like people and learn from them. And that's, that's what motivates me. And that's what I do regardless, you know, mm-hmm. um, if people are there, or people are not at the end of the day, like, uh, like I have a really cool archive of some really talented people that I've gotten to know better and become friends mm-hmm. with. And I, you know, I talk to, you know, often now because mm-hmm. I've, uh, been able to chat with them and, and I don't try to do like the normal stuff. I try to keep it kind of casual mm-hmm. and just like, yeah. you know, shoot the shit with them and just kind of get to know them instead of like, we, we know, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's art already, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to, you know, highlight that anymore. So no, it's hopefully that answers your questions. <laughs> no, definitely. It, like say, it's same with us. Um, and again, I think that's when we started out. We didn't want to be like this regimented or um, like have because we, when we we, laughed, tried. we tried, we, we tried, we, we had a we formula tried. and it was so bad. It was just painful to watch as well. Um, it was. <laughs> and then there was just this trigger moment. And I will never forget it because it was the day for me where everything kind of changed. I had. I had it. I forced him to do this basically, mm-hmm. and I had it. Such I had it in my head how I wanted to hear it, how I wanted it to be set out. And he, bless his heart, he did it. He did what <laughs> I asked. And then one day we just realized this is not working. And it was halfway through an episode, and we went, "Fuck this! <laughs> Let's just throw it away and just yeah. fucking talk to each other." And when we started doing that, the whole dynamic started to change, and we very much kind of yes. Mm-hmm. I take notes and mainly because I have the worst memory in history. I get called Dory for a reason. <laughs> so I have to have notes oh. to kind of let, yes, to mm-hmm. kind of, um, to keep me on track. But I do, when I find something interesting, I want to make sure that I remember it to like mm-hmm. see it because I find it interesting. Maybe you find it interesting. So mm-hmm. I do keep notes in that sense. But if we didn't mention it or I, it didn't come up, I wouldn't freak myself out. Like I would have in the beginning part of the podcast if I didn't, oh, I didn't say this. Like probably beat yeah. yourself up about it. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. So relaxed. Yeah, but know, exactly. But I know as Sammy said, she's been following you for quite a while. Quite Ex- a while? Yes. Um, I became <laughs> very aware of you, um, I think when I started following your page and you commented on a TV show that I absolutely loved. So I wanted to quick, quickly go on and like, talk to you about this because I know yeah. you're a big fan of the actor as well. Um, only, only Murders in the Building? In the apartment? Of, oh, uh, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you put a <laughs> comment up and like, I think your opinion of the show was exactly the same as mine at that time. And I've not seen many shows like this. And fair enough, it, like, it, it hit home because we were doing a podcast at the time and it's based on a podcast. But yeah. the comedy is so straight at times. And you've got St- Steve Martin, who is, for me, one of the best comedian uh, ac- actors yeah. of his generation. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad we're still getting bits of him now. I'm going to be sad because he has said when he finishes the, the this show, that's the last thing he's going to be doing. Um, yeah. Well, what a way to go out on. The, but, the man, the physical comedy of that man is ridiculous. He should not be full throwing himself about the way that he does at his age but he does it for the art you're like oh you're amazing but that's why i love this show as well so much and again sorry i'm gonna find out about it a little bit um (laughs) just because it's so restrained like you've got steve martin being so restrained in the first season like i'll talk about the first season to start with and not till the final episode does it allow steve martin to give his physical and, and rubber man comedy where like, yes. he's, he's all drugged up and I was broken watching that like literally 
falling off the chair, laughing my head off, crying. And I've not done that since probably like planes, trains uh, and automobiles. Like, like, nice. like that yeah. Sort of film <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two brains. Um, <gasps> how did you, like, like when you first saw the show, were you, did you have the same reaction? Did like, your feelings towards it? Yeah, like uh, I, I grew up, you know, loving mm-hmm. Steve Martin and, you know, Martin Short, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm that was mm-hmm. kind of like the comedy I was introduced to as a, as a young person. Uh, L.A. Story like rotates mm-hmm. as one of my top five movies, like constantly. It's definitely up there as one of like at least the top two of my romantic mm-hmm. comedies of all time. I think uh, Steve Martin's a brilliant writer, you know, like mm-hmm. not only does he do, do the movies, but, you know, he writes novellas, he writes novels and, mm-hmm. you know, his shop girl, you know, mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. His records are amazing, you know, so <laughs> Just, uh, you know, anything that he does, like I'm, I'm, I'm into. And as soon as I saw he was cast, I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I felt, you know, pretty much the same way. I was like, I bet he's really just, you know, having a hard time, especially, you know, playing opposite, you know, Martin Short uh, mm-hmm. to just you know, maintain kind of a more uh, neurotic, you know, mm-hmm. character without being so physical and being so like, you know, out there a little bit more reserved and stuff. So I, 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 I definitely agree. Like I, Mm-hmm. I liked uh, when they finally cut loose. And then from there, it was just great. I think many times I said, I'm so jealous of Selena Gomez. Like, that's, a, <laughs> that's like a, you know, a dream job. That's a career to be between like two legends, like two oh guys who can do it all, play music, sing, act, write, you know, direct. Like that's mm-hmm. like, that. that's mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> yeah. But it's so clever with the seasons as well, because it, it's not all in your face and it throws like, the comedy at you as well but like the first season is very much um like it's not all about the one character but it's focused on one of the characters like the first character was about selena gomez's character the second one was uh steve martin's character where it was about his dad and the third one was about martin shaw and like everything that happened with him but yeah and the people that get on the show as well um like uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd fucking nailed it, by the way, in the last season. Like, absolutely. I didn't know he was in it. We we stopped. Oh, gosh. We stopped off at season two. Um, and we haven't quite picked it back up. I didn't know Paul Rudd was in it. Oh, yeah, that was absolutely nice. brilliant. Uh, nice cameo at the end of season two. I haven't finished season three. Oh, sorry. I'm not getting um, any spoilers. Then, so. <laughs> no, no. Yes, I was like, I haven't finished it. <laughs> um, well, this yeah. might have happened. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I've enjoyed it, and I thought he was a him and Meryl Streep were you know brilliant accessories, you know additions to mm-hmm. the season into that cast because everyone on there just brings their a game. It's mm-hmm. it's adorable. Definitely, and I wanted to touch on a little bit about your work as well. I know you you're not in work, so I do apologize for getting you to talk. I about know work. it's fine. But um, like some of your posts you put up, like the comic books you must see and hold. And touch. On a daily basis. Like, Sometimes I'm just like, it's mine <laughs> now. It's like, it's mine. <laughs> but the smell, like, there's nothing uh, better than an old comic book smell, in my opinion. I know that probably makes me sound a bit weird. Sorry, sorry, guys no, in the chat. Doesn't. Um, You're among friends. <laughs> we, all, we all smell it. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> so what has been, like, say, been the highlights of the comics that you've actually held, like, since working there type thing? Um. Well, I don't get to smell them because a lot of them are graded and they're slabs. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't actually like smell them, but I did smell like some like, you know, 17th century furniture the other day when I was walking in the hallway and I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I got to smell this. And I was walking with someone. I was like, I'm, I'm sure that's weird. Amazing. They're like, no, do your thing. And I was like, Pfft. I was like, yeah, it smells like a castle. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's keep going. Um, I know we've been in castles in the Northeast. We know what they smell like. <laughs> so uh i don't I don't really get to smell like the the old old stuff but um i mean I, I get to hold some neat stuff which is you know really cool and i think um 
I don't know, probably for me so far mm-hmm. is still the Dark Knight Returns covers that right. I've held, you know, just because that's a, I mean, I wouldn't say that's like my absolute mm-hmm. favorite, yeah. uh, you know, comic, but it's up there. It, it was definitely cover was really cool. Um, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I love the monster stuff. So getting, you know, to hold the Bernie Wrightsons and the, you know, the Frank Frazetta, like oh. all that stuff is, you know, really yeah. cool. Uh, to see and you know being kind of the one where I, 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 I'm approached hey we have this amazing Batman piece yes thank you <laughs> yes I do want to write I'll just hold this for a few minutes it's like you have to give it back now no no I don't want to not today yeah. it's like um, it's, it's one of them things where you think you wish you could take your work home with you <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I get that a lot and people are like oh so you know I'll buy it for like five dollars oh, oh. never heard that before you know no. it's, it, it's funny because uh I guess I've been doing it for long enough to where like there's not that sensation about some of these big people anymore because mm-hmm. at first I'd be like oh my god Jim Lee and I'm like oh my god I have like fucking four Jim Lees okay let's go ahead and do <laughs> yeah. this you know uh and, and and that's not to downplay Jim Lee but you know the the, yeah. the nuance of it all becomes to where uh, I get more excited about stuff in other departments and mm-hmm. stuff that I don't see every day um you know we had our science department uh natural science they had uh, one of the only pieces of like actual like dinosaur like skin like you know reptile skin oh, and stuff so. they had like this you know right exactly and they had it on display it was this huge thing and it still had like you know like skin on some of the bones from mm. you know dinosaur air and I was like what oh. the fuck I would have like the, over I, would have tried to, I would have I would have paid you to try and lick that just to see yeah. what reaction <laughs> they would have happened from that I know right it's like Jurassic the psychedelic Park, toes happens, happens for real uh, <laughs> with a little bit of catheter uh, DNA in there as well so yeah <laughs> I should have thought of that and have been like what is this breed um what's going on here what it's happened a, it's a t-rex cross with a fangirl but yes uh. amazing so you know that and the the historical stuff uh we have a rare books department so i've held like first edition you know uh <gasps> talking of the hobbit and lord of the rings and that was really special to me to hold like you know one of mm. the you know first printings of that um uh, i've I'm not gonna lie I would have cried I kind of did (laughs) I was like okay give me a second you know like I'm I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to a lot of these things because I you know these memories are just so uh strong when it's tied to these various pop culture stuff that when it hits me I'm like oh my god um (laughs) the historical department's really cool uh we had uh Mary Todd's morning gown and Mary Todd was the wife of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we had her gown, we had, you know, parts of Lincoln's like gauze and bandages from when he was shot and stuff. And like, you know, people mm-hmm. will keep anything and, you know, sell <laughs> literally anything, buy anything. Yes. And so it was this weird, like uh, it came with a, a letter of prominence. And so the uh, family had just had this, you know, piece of <laughs> just, Abraham just Lincoln. Just around to see. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, you know, to me that's kind of cool because i'm like holy shit you know this is like uh you know abe lincoln's kind of a big deal here so yeah. to, to have, <laughs> he's a big deal over here as well don't worry we, we kind of like that it's literally okay. murderbilia yeah from the ta- like from oh, all it, yes, times that's sorry i apologize i said i'd be on my best behavior it's <laughs> like oh yeah death Serial killers, yes. <laughs> no, that was so interesting, though. Mm. So, we would never get anything like that here, would we? Not in the north. Well, it's not in the northeast. Definitely not in the northeast. North <laughs> if you go down 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 south, they'll claim they've got a satchel from Jack the Ripper when it wasn't really him. But the only thing we've got is like basically the Yorkshire Ripper tapes type thing, where yeah. <laughs> with the Geordie Jack. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's still pretty cool. But uh, um. Oh. <laughs> It's not though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned about your favorite comics as well. So again, 
um, not to give you a top five, but what are your favorite comics? Well, you see, I know it's always a hard one because for me, uh, like, I'm a big Alan Moore fan, so get Watchmen, V for Vendetta, whether being like say, a British, but also kind of under the DC banner. Like I always loved like Sandman, is just like untouchable, um, right? And I love. Like I said we did a whole episode on the the Netflix show when it came out, and like I just fanboyed out so badly. If I ever got to meet Neil Gaiman, I probably would just cry. Um, that that is. Oh, you've met him, have you? Well, we're actually hosting and we're auctioning off his items. I'm one of the lead catalogers for his items and he'll oh. be in our building and he'll be at the auction and I'm currently helping plan the reception and all that. Uh, so Just yes. tell him there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a northern nerd uh, called Paul that very much loves him. Oh, I love uh, yeah. how you get your name in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sandman is the one. My mom is a, mm-hmm. a huge, she's a, she's a sci-fi person, but for some reason, and I don't know where it came from, but we went on holiday a couple of years ago, and all I heard was, "Who's Joanna Constantine?" And I went, "Excuse me," <laughs> nice. and she she was listening to the audiobook of Sandman, mm-hmm. and she absolutely fucking loved it, even though I had to explain to her a million times, "I've not read it." <laughs> Um, so that was an interesting conversation with my mother over Sandman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, going back to your favorite comic books. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I love the Sandman. You know, that was also kind of around that same time where I was reading the monsters and stuff. And, you know, you would see some of the uh, the older goth kids who were into it. Like I was influenced. I had some cool people that were just a few years uh, ahead of me. I had a lot of friends who were in punk bands and were skaters and stuff and were kind of independent thinkers and mm-hmm. uh, whatever, you know, they were reading. I was always curious. So, what, you know, what are you reading? So I, that's that was my introduction to the Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I love that. Um, I, I think for me, when it comes to, I mean, Batman's obviously like, my, mm-hmm. you know, my, my favorite character, but because there's such a, a continuity that fluctuates and because mm-hmm. he's written and drawn by so many people and he's, you know, like 80 something mm-hmm. years old, there's not, <laughs> you know, there's, there's not one that I can really like say okay well you know okay Mm -hmm. batman's like their character but as far as like stories go yeah um you know i really liked the uh um the darkest night and brightest night and you know i I really liked what jeff johns did um i thought it was really weird uh to make his parents essentially come back from the dead because you know Mm -hmm. we always know the origin of you know they're Mm -hmm. dying and to have them kind of come back and resurrected with the black lanterns was fucking weird and gory yeah. and like horrific and like what the fuck um they kind of give you like the, lots of what the fuck moments when you're reading through like the batman stories that they don't treat them as carefully and as nicely as they do with the other characters shall we say yeah yeah it's like what kind of emotional trauma can we bring onto this character now yeah we'll just give it a fuck in the bat uh, bruce yeah uh, <laughs> but no um, um Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Damien Wayne's one of my favorite characters as well. You know, I, I love Damien Wayne and the death of Robin. You know, mm-hmm. that was actually something that kind of, you know, reverberated through the whole mm-hmm. uh, DC universe and tied into that, especially with him, uh, you know, them, him being, being a clone and, you know, mm-hmm. finding like, you know, thousands of other Damien clones of mm-hmm. himself and having to kind of like come to his own realization with that. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I just say, you know, Batman as a whole, because the Bat family, everything in yes, there is just everything. like trauma and tragic. But no, as far I, as like, yes, sir. but I'll, I say when it comes to the Batman, like, um, and I think I've talked about it before in the podcast, the long Halloween is yeah. up there, like, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as the higher ones. I remember I used to have the original comics for that. Uh, I, I think it spiked in price, so I got greedy and sold them. Now I wish I'd never did, but yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's a great one. I mean, because you get so many villains, you know, you get mm. Calendar Man, you get the Riddler, you get Two-Face, you know, we get the introduction of uh, like, you know, Hush a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Or no, that's, yeah. it, that's, that's, that is Hush. Hush. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, 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 I, and I like that, you know, aspect mm -hmm. of it, because it is just kind of, you know, a, a group of villains coming together to, you know, fucking mm -hmm. take out Batman. They're like, hey, you know what? burn all this fucking jail together what can we fucking do to take him out mm -hmm. so yeah. you know and plus it's jeff Loeb, and yes. you know it, it's yeah. he's, he's he's fucking brilliant and you know uh, sadly we don't have tim sale anymore but his art's so mm -hmm. dynamic and energetic and stylized so i'm, I'm with you i mean i, I could talk about this shit all the time <laughs> <laughs> um, um, as much as i am a marvel fan girl i am batman is very much my mm -hmm. dc character barbara gordon is my girl yeah i will ride or die for that one um but yeah batman is kind of and i think was it last year i read the long halloween yeah i think because it would i kind of we don't know top five comic uh comics a few uh few uh, oh, seems so long ago um, um <laughs> you'll make it into one now for me <laughs> yes. i can't keep up and uh i think i was like whenever we talked about it you went oh that sounds sounds interesting that, you, see you, that's what i do yeah we we talked about we did an episode on the turtles and they were like oh the last rohan and i was like get my phone and just <laughs> buy a copy of it this is what i do i yeah, just buy as one. we talk along <laughs> yeah the last row and i haven't finished that one but that's an that's an interesting concept and it's a neat premise you know to have that kind of you know like vengeful revengeful side of you know uh the turtle and like you know who is it who's left who are we you know because usually if you're reading the story you know who fucking you know you're following yeah. and where the narration is coming from and with this you just start just like oh, who is it but that's yeah, like, you have like no voice surprise it's, or, yeah yeah you literally have no voice while you're reading it it's just a blank voice of because in my head i have my batman Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I have my Batman voice and I have <laughs> my Joker voice and I do have voices that go in my head when I'm reading. I have to. It makes it more interesting. Um, yeah. But with The Last Rohan, you've got no voice. You've got you are literally just making it up on the spot to try and piece well, you together can, you can, as you it can goes jump. along. You can think, oh, this one sounds like like it could be Donny. This could be Leo. Um, yeah. But if, like, say, so. But then you use your reference points. Do you use the movie? Do you use the cartoon version? But, uh... <laughs> if I use the movie, I'd be having an, I'd be laughing constantly because the accents that come out of the movie are hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, I, I love the last one. It's nice to see the turtles go back to the dark roots as well. Because originally, as you said, the, the, the co turtles comic when they first came out were brutal as fuck. Um, some of the more violent comics that came out as at the time, and then with the the nicey nice cartoons that came out for a while, it kind of lost lost its edge. So it's kind of brought it back. And I've heard they're doing a game for the last Ronan as well. So they're going to bring out a. Oh, that'd be fun. So I don't know how it'll work. But it's going to be like a third a first person or, but uh, I'll be I'll be playing that and seeing well watching people uh, uh, stream it because. I don't play many games though, but yes. Um, sorry. So, so yes. He uh, does. <laughs> <laughs> so favorite. So favorite comics there. Sorry. Oh, um, uh, you know the the Batman, but uh, also Sweet Tooth. Uh, Jeff mm -hmm. Lemire. I found him oh. at a at a time, uh, you know, where I was just kind of inundated with superheroes, and I was looking for something different and. Um, as much as I love comics and superheroes, like sci-fi is like probably my favorite genre, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and kind of like the mystery and just kind of, you know, the esoteric shit. And mm -hmm. with um, with Sweet Tooth, I kind of found all that, you know, mm -hmm. not only was there a bit of, you know, superhero aspect, but there also was a bit of drama. There was, uh, you know, just a bit of mystery about all of it, trying to figure out like how these kids are born, you know, mm -hmm. with this, you know, with these, you know, animal parts in this apocalyptic world. And that's 
uh, was the appeal to it. But the more I read it, the more I just really, really love Jeff Lemire. Um, mm. and, and his artwork is just, uh, it's, it's so different and it's so, yeah. it's so gloomy in a way that speaks <laughs> to me yeah. and it's mm -hmm. beautifully, it's beautifully sad. You know, yeah. it's more of that tragic shit, you know, it's yeah. very, well, I've uh, said that a lot of comics these do these days forget about they're trying to make it bright and colorful and sparkly. No, make comics sad again. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you just remind me, Jeff Lemire, did he do Thor? Or am I thinking of someone completely different? I think, I'm he, thinking this. no, he did Animal Man. That's also DC. Um, I don't know if he did Thor or not, because I, I don't read that title. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I read a lot don't... of, no. just look it up. No. <laughs> I, can, I can see the chat out the corner of my eye. I am sure, Becca, that you are there. <laughs> you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but Oh, sorry. I just, I, I've got a name in my head. I've never read Sweet Tooth, but I went through that same phase of comics were too superheroish. I needed something different, something gritty. And that's when I fell into Image. And I, oh, did I binge Image comics? Like anything nice. that was coming out from them. And um, Beauty was a big one. Um, oh gosh, what's it called? Beauty was um, really good. Beauty was so good. That was good. different. That was that really was, different. Like that the weird, concept creepy, was, like, yeah. That beauty was a disease. A beauty was yeah, a disease. Exactly. Beauty was I a disease. Love that. I, I loved it. Um yeah. Sue DeConnick is one of my favorite comic book yeah, writers yeah, yeah, of yeah. all time. Um I wrote a, I used to write articles um back in the day. And I wrote pretty much a love letter to Kelly Sue DeConnick. Aww. And she read it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was it. very I was mortified, but so happy at the same time. But um Bitch Planet was another huge one. I hope yeah. to God she fucking finishes it. Um, Pretty Deadly was another one. I was about to I say the Pretty Deadly. Yeah, yeah. Love really the Pretty Deadlies. I actually have two copies of Pretty Deadly. I have my reading copy and I have my display copy. So don't touch the display. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah. like, that's fine. There. Break the spine all you want on the on the reading ones. But just <laughs> Read it. Yeah, yeah, touch, yeah. Just do not touch them ones. Um, but there was an uh, Rat Queens. That was it. <gasps> yeah, I yeah, yeah. Absolutely adored that Rat was, Queens. That was a that good. Was a that good. was a good time in comics. <laughs> Just a, sure. a question as well, because again, not to talk about the negative side of like say fandoms or anything like that as mm -hmm. well, but just to touch on, because I know when Sammy started out her journey, being like say a nerd girl and going into the comic book world for the first time, she didn't have the most positive experience. Mm -hmm. Um, she, like she's told us the story before. Like, how did you find like with her being in America as well? Were you, like with her being a, a, like a, a woman in the like say the nerd culture? Were you accepted straight away, or did what was the barriers put up uh, that that you kind of had a breakdown type thing? Um, I mean, like I've I've been asked this before, but I yeah. I guess I've been fortunate enough to where like maybe I was naive about it and I just didn't know. Again, mm -hmm. like you know, um, I'm not really good with like mixed signals. I barely get direct <laughs> signals. So if anybody was ever like trying to like you know gatekeep, you know, in a subtle you know passive aggressive mm -hmm. way, I never you know, notice. And if they were like, I probably didn't notice either because I kind of have a one track mind to where like, I know this is where I want to go and this is what I want to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, I tend to surround myself with people who are also, you know, similar minded and supportive. Mm -hmm. So I've never like really encountered anything to where, you know, no, the only gatekeeping I've ever really found is at my job, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um because yeah. it's all a bunch of older guys who grew up with you know in the golden age and mm -hmm. i was the first female to ever you know be a part of that team you know 30 years of that business being open i was the first woman to you know be in there wow. so i still um and not my coworkers, but from the higher ups you know yeah. so sometimes i feel 
mm-hmm. uh, a little unsure that they really want me there because I feel like you know they it, it's it's to be fair I find it very impossible to think that no one would want you there like I, I, I'm not just saying this but your energy is just infectious so yeah uh, I mean some yeah. people are into it and some people aren't you know I'm a lot <laughs> for you know some people and then I'm enough for the people you know who are into mm. it so and that's just kind of what I've I guess where I was going with that, like, I just kind of have embraced, you know, who I am and I've mm-hmm. never really tried to be different. And so mm-hmm. the people who, have, you know, come into my life, you know, yeah. for whatever reasons, I, I, no one's ever like been like, you know, you, like you're not a real nerd or yeah. yeah, not at all. I mean, no. I've had creepers and lurkers and people, you know, who have yeah. you know, attacked me down and have tried to, you know, hurt me that way. But mm. that's because they're fucking crazy, not because they're gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've yeah. not had any stalkers yet. Looking at you, Chris. You little I, I mean, chat. <laughs> I did. Um, I used to do YouTube before I did Nerdy Up North. And we, I used to do reactions with my best friend. And they, they did all right and they're still they're still there to view if you ever want to giggle um but i i had this one person who created a whole twitter account just to abuse me but the I, funny part about it was i didn't actually know what was happening it was my best friend who i did the videos with her says have you have you seen this have you seen what this person's saying about you sam it's like been going on for a year and the only one comment the only one post you made that had no reference to me was calling james corden a see you next tuesday mm-hmm. um so that was funny and i didn't even realize that he'd been doing it for a year and i was like oh okay all because I made a comment that Tom Hardy is a shit actor <laughs> and I still kind of stand by that. <laughs> nice person. I like seeing him on TV, but I can't understand what you're saying and I can't get, I, yeah. yeah. That's it. You can't understand what he's saying because his accent is so thick. He never, he never diluted it down. Oh, I can't. Otherwise, well, I hope we'll, you I'll run into him because he lives in the northeast. So I hope he, I hope he tells her off because he lives in Everything Darwin. Everything from the north, y'all. I love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he, he married someone he in Dur- from Durham, I think. Yeah, he lives in uh, not too far from us. Get fucked. <laughs> We're not joking, yeah. Um, it, yeah, I'm sure he moved. Uh, to Darlington or something like that. Or oh, something. amazing. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's coming to hunt you down, Sammy, for the abuse you gave him so long ago. Hey, uh, I give him some nice comments on um, Venom. Yes. It's just other things. Fury so, Road. We'll never get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, because um, as you said, you do a lot of interviews and like say a lot of uh, comic book artists and stuff. So what what interviews have you got planned? Can you give us any snippets or any <gasps> like any? gossip to say that that you've got coming yeah. up. Yeah. I have uh, I just did my interview with Eric Powell of Goon and he's you know done some he's really into the horror stuff and he's got, got a new a couple of new uh <laughs> couple of new comics coming out. Um mm. um I'm talking with Richard Pace on uh Monday. He's really into Ted Lasso, so am I and I've been oh. wanting to talk Ted Lasso ah. uh with somebody. So, you know, I kind of, you know, they're mm. artists, but you know, we find a common ground so we can yeah. talk about um I have him coming up uh mitch uh gerads mitch gerads uh when the artist that does you know multiple eisner award winner um <laughs> you know just so. these near, names just, just like <laughs> yeah you know um I, I have him uh coming up as well and then um hopefully i think maybe in march i'll be getting a chat with jeff johns so i'm really wow. excited about that right. he's uh you know him and i've been friendly for you know about a decade and stuff and now mm. that they've got ghost machine and he's got geiger that he's relaunching and you know he's yeah. got francis manipal and um in a uh brad Meltzer. so you know there's a lot going on there so i finally just kind of like you know put in that friend card and i was like hey friend arino 
No. Love that. It's, it's, it's amazing so. to have that like like experience and like like the ability to do that. I I still get nervous. Like when, like sending a message to you terrified me when I when we did it the other week. Like um, <laughs> it was like Sammy, I want to send Taffy a, a message asking her to come on, and she was like, "Just do it." And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, but, just, you know, I just have resting bitch face. Like, no, no, it's, it's, no, it's, 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 just, it's, it's just me being, maybe being, being soft. That's all. Um, but I'm getting better. I am getting more like forthcoming. And, and but yes, but you did mention as well. I wasn't going to ask this question, but you did mention that you're a sci-fi girl now. So, yeah. so what sci-fi are you into? Because we do have the sci-fi boys on a Friday night who do the trekking up north. Uh, G- Captain Goodwill and Graham, who is a drag queen called the Velvet Snatch. Uh, oh, <laughs> who like say their show is just amazing but it what is. kind of like sci-fi is it like, like you gravitas or have you got any favorite sci-fi um i guess my sci-fi tends to also be kind of you know obscure and weird mm-hmm. um like i really liked uh, uh world of uh world of tomorrow it's an apple television show um right. with uh billy crudup um mm-hmm. Uh, for all mankind is fucking brilliant with mm-hmm. it's you know kind of like retelling of you know the arms race with mm-hmm. you know russia and china and man mm-hmm. on the moon and stuff um so no i don't i don't watch star trek no, <laughs> i don't watch that I, that's that's not that's not the sci-fi that i'm into i, mm-hmm. I can appreciate it you know i like mm-hmm. star wars but i tend to go i guess more mm-hmm. uh more weird sci-fi uh like uh the movie uh millennium with oh, you know chris christopherson yes. is one of oh, my favorites yes. you know Very it's good. fucking weird you know mm. the time travel and you know shit like that uh, the mm. langoliers yeah. so it, that's more my sci-fi that was the was it chris columbus no chris columbus. i don't know chris what's he called uh, he did x files christopherson yes oh oh uh I can't remember his name now. Be mind <laughs> yeah. so, you um, both went stumped there. Yeah, I, yeah, both just like I, I, our it Chris, It was froze. Chris something, but I can't remember because I'm sure he had something done with Millennium as well. Um, oh yeah, was, yeah, that was because going at the yeah. same time because uh, there was talks of doing a crossover, but it never kind of materialized. Would have yeah. been interesting, but yeah. um. I know talking about Apple though, because I know me and Sammy's just—I've just finished the, uh, the 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 episode season finale the other week. Have you watched Monarch yet? Yeah, uh, Legacy of Monsters, absolutely yeah. brilliant. <laughs> Don't the spoil the ending. Sure. Yes. The yeah, I mean, you've got Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell. I yes. mean, like, oh. I don't really know much about the outside of the Godzilla universe, but you really don't fucking have to. <laughs> no. Um. So to me, that was half. Half the appeal was the Russell. The other half was like, you know, I don't have to have any sort of like knowledge of, you know, the uh, the movies and stuff. Uh, Such so, a clever yeah. idea, though, to use them as like, as you said, the same character. But it, it makes brilliant. sense. But for them to agree to do it as well, because I know, Thank I, you, know um, I, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know, I noticed it. I was like, I'll wait. <laughs> I know White is kind of like taking us like doesn't want to be in his father's shadow so again it's a big risk doing the same show where he's playing the same character because they were yeah. talking that they were going to do like a, a big trouble little china reboot with him playing like the kurt russell character as well um but yeah i i fucking love that show i'm yeah. really enjoying it but what i'm really enjoying is the wyatt russell side of things i want to stay there i want to be a part of their little adventures and just yeah. kind of just live in that little world i don't get it wrong kurt russell mwah, love him but <laughs> wyatt yeah. is just he's he's breathtaking on screen and to see his little like new like little nods to his dad and how he like he's you know his facial expressions or just even yeah, the yeah. way he talks oh it's just perfect i love it and then mm. you get big monsters so mm. that's just yeah. 
That's just brilliant. Um, yeah. So I can yeah. see after I mentioned his name, Captain Goodwill's appeared. He in the does chat. show up. Yes, <laughs> there he is. Bless him. He, he is actually uh, like guesting on two, uh, a Star Trek podcast, Unplanned Trek tonight as well. So, uh, hardest if, working man in Trek. Yes. Um, but yes, so because I'm still get, can't get over that, you're going to be actually working with Neil Gaiman as well that's still just floating around <laughs> in my head and just won't won't leave um, yeah. do, you, do you think you would ever get Neil Gaiman on your show or is that something that you're going to be like I don't I don't have the that pull yet <laughs> I don't have that pull but yes I'm I'm mm. always sowing the seeds so to speak you know I'm mm. I'm always out there you know just trying to appreciate uh the art and the artists and then mm. hopefully one day you know they mm. they come back around and I get that opportunity like I'm a huge fan of Sean Gord Murphy, like his punk mm. rock Jesus is, you know, one wow. of the first books that kind of spoke to me, like as a, you know, a high school, like atheist, kind of, you know, accepting mm. it. Yeah, this is what I am. And mm -hmm. that was kind of interesting. And then his, you know, Batman White Knight universe is amazing. And Brilliant. then he's doing this yes. Zorro. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got um, very excited there. No, no, there's not many people do talk about the White Knight. That That's the thing. Because like, say, when you sit talking it's about Batman, universe. everyone goes like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, no, it's, it's a, it's a standalone thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. his own like Murphy verse. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's also, you know, one of my favorite modern ones as well with Jeff Lemire. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was on my podcast uh, at the end of last year, you know, mm -hmm. and he, he came to me like, hey, I have this Zorro thing I'm doing. You know, do you want to do that podcast episode now? I was like, fuck, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, and I can't wait to the day where we get people to say it like, like, oh, just, oh, like just Neil Gaiman, just not on the door. Can I come on yours? Oh, just, <laughs> I'm sure we'll find a spot <laughs> for you. Yeah, you can, Neil. <laughs> I know yeah. I went for a whole, uh, like, when we started this out, I, I made a joke that I was going to get Kevin Smith on the podcast, so I think I tweeted him every day for a month just, just basically saying nice things to him. He liked a Absolutely. few of them, but it's still not going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely trying to wear him down. <laughs> we Same. will get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yes, if, if you do ever get Neil Gaiman, you're needing a British correspondent to, like, like help out with that one. Just, just yes. saying, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's a weird world, you know, but... Yes. Uh, um, uh, Sean, like he's having this big release party and I'm going to, you know, I'm working with him. He tapped me to help him plan, you know, this party. So it's just mm. weird how, you know, five or six years later after, you know, just kind of planting that seed of, <laughs> hey, I'm a huge fan of your work. <laughs> <laughs> no. Next year. <laughs> and then like every year I get closer to him, I'm like, hello. <laughs> that's so like, That's again, like with you being in the States as well and going to like the convention stuff, like that's where I'm always going to be jealous because you probably do get yeah. that, like say access to the people that we would never get access. We've got to try and weasel our way in through the internet or like saying, look, look, look at us. We do this, please. We're, we're shiny yeah. and pretty people. Um, but yeah. I'll have friends of friends who know people. Mm -hmm. I have my friends a licensed artist. Well, was a licensed artist. She no longer does it for Lucasfilms, uh, Marvel, Walking Dead, and stuff like that. And she knows other people within the artist world. And one thought bubble. I think it was our second thought bubble. And he was this friend of a friend was like, "Do you want to meet Kieran Gillen?" And I went, "No." because <laughs> i don't think i'd be able to talk and he went well he's just a, you know he's just a normal guy and i was like he wrote wicked and divine yes so i don't think i'm going to be able to string a sentence together so <laughs> i'm gonna say no and he was like well jamie will be sitting next to me i was like jamie he was like jamie McCallery. i went oh yep nope that's not happening yep. can't do that <laughs> yep I am such a nervous person. Like, I love the idea of being like, we go to conventions, we go to horror conventions, me and Paul mm. together. And 
I I love going and I love seeing them, but to go up to them, can't yeah. do it. Yeah, I was... Heather, Heather, Don, Heather Donahue was standing not a few feet away from us. Blair Witch is one of my favourites. Oh, couldn't, man, yeah. Couldn't, walk, couldn't do it. Oh. She, she bumped into me. I said, sorry. So I was like, okay. Um, yeah. And with, like I say, Kiefer Sutherland was sitting on a table. We we didn't yeah. get close. We just looked through a far said, We can say like, Kiefer Sutherland enough. were waved at him because they were doing a Lost Boys panel. But yeah. Um, it was the same when I went to Star Wars Celebration in, um, they say Europe, but it was in London. Um, and Mark Hamill mm-hmm. was oh, right fun. there. Just yeah. here. Just right here. And I went, <laughs> that's enough. That's, I can say that I've met Mark Hamill because I saw him in my eyeline. That's enough for me. I'm happy with that because I could be able to physically. And Carrie Fisher was alive at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was just, that was, that was enough. I wouldn't have been able to contain myself. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing the time as well. So um, oh gosh, yeah. Just one question I really want to ask you as well. Yeah. So I know all these amazing people that you've got on. If you could have one person guest on your the podcast, dreams. the dream person, who would that be? Mel Brooks. Wow. That was so, so quick. quick. It would be Gene Wilder if he was still alive, but yeah. right now, Mel Brooks. That would be interesting. He would tell some fucking amazing stories. I bet I would be just laughing the whole time and uh, I would I would lose control of the conversation and I would be okay with that. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be just perfect. Like, you, oh, yeah. Uh, he's, like, he's, he's a dream you should to me, got you know? on that no no well, to be fair though Mel Brooks's movies like if you think about like Spaceballs like Blaine Sandals Young Frankenstein like they are classic like, it's it's almost like it's in like um like with the Monty Python in the UK it's that type of like level in America like Mel Brooks yeah uh, but I get I get Mel Brooks I don't get Monty Python humour at all I should because I'm Faulty British Towers for you it'll be fine <laughs> I love Faulty Towers that was one of my things growing up when you know we had the PBS and it was like all the British comedies would come in and it was Faulty Towers and oh. I just fucking basil Red, Red Dwarf as well Red Dwarf is top sci-fi top comedy yes yeah, sorry um, we can go on a whole different podcast all about different things <laughs> well before you go Taffeta, I have to say just on a personal level thank you so much for coming on you oh, literally you. oh no but you literally have been like since the early days I came from music the music gothy side and kind of like fell into comic books and fell into that nerd world and to have women like yourself and others to kind of like be oh. like yes we're here we're here and we're doing this too and it's like oh I, I have a place to fit in because these are doing it as well and I just cannot thank you enough like I, I oh, don't exaggerate <laughs> I have literally followed you for such a long time not in a creepy way I can't thank you enough so thank oh, you thank you that means a lot you know I just I just like learning about people and what everyone's into. And I think we can mostly find something to talk about. So this is great. Thank you. Definitely. And again, like say, if, if you ever have a spare moment or spare time, we would love to have you back on where oh, we do absolutely. like a, an actual subject where you can hear your opinion and talk about yeah. all the fun stuff as well. Get in, so, get in the nitty gritty of it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, if you guys do like a Sandman season two episode, count me in. Oh, oh yes. Your name's already on the board, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We Perfect. might have to try and find out a different time because these 10 o'clock starts are killing us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up super early in the morning next oh, time. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Um, so, yes. Um, so, this was our special episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. Um, yeah. We've got another episode tomorrow where me and Sammy will be joined by Sonia and Joe. 
uh, yeah. brother and sister, where we're doing a review on Army of Darkness. So we'll be going all Bruce Campbell and Hail to the uh, Hail to the, I can't even get my words out now. Hail to the King, baby. Um, <laughs> so all the all the one liners, all the quips are going to be coming out tomorrow. Um, Monday, fun. what's happening on Monday, Sammy? Monday is the ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it is probably one of my favorite episodes that we've done this far, and only because of how much Dan lo like literally comes out narrowing um talking about this absolutely amazing um mythical mo- monster it's such a great episode so that's monday that at seven. <laughs> it's so good uh monday at seven o'clock on youtube yes then the trekking boys are back for the one year anniversary on friday yeah um, wow I, guys <laughs> i know uh they'll be probably be playing on i think jake uh, sorry jake and adam will be on twitch on monday night talking about the mm-hmm. duke newton games oh that's right on the gaming up north um and then next sunday i am very excited for, i know i'm excited for tomorrow but next sunday is the one i've been looking forward to we are going to be talking about watchmen nice <laughs> So yes, anything you want to plug before we finish there, Taffa? Yeah. Uh, you know, you can find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv backslash Taffa Darling. Uh, mm-hmm. A game on Monday nights. Uh, you know, I'm playing Fortnite right now. So if you have Fortnite and you want to join in, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Thursdays, I record my live podcast. And other than that, that's that's pretty much what I got. <laughs> if you want to follow Taffa, like say, in the description below, all the links and like say for a Facebook page, or Instagram, um, I'm sure I'll put a Twitch link in there as well. If it's not, it will be by the time it uh, goes. Um, like I said, Tathada, like, this has been a dream come true. So thank you for oh, nerding out with us. Um, <laughs> thank like, so much. Ho- hopefully, like I said, it will grab you again at some time soon, especially for the Sandman too. Like I am for Absolutely. that. Because last time I kicked off and ranted so much when people were kicking off about the cast. And I was like, oh, can fucking people... Sorry, not going to start again. Um, no. But yes. <laughs> so, Don't do it. Yes. So same bad time, same bad channel. Yes, Stay absolutely. nerdy, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>